five minutes after 6 a.m. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. Tu Bishvat. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. And welcome to a Wednesday is right, a Wednesday that we are enjoying in Israel. Tu Bishvat in Israel, in Yerushalayim, at the Inbal Hotel, which is serving as our headquarters as usual when we are in Jerusalem. And we thank them very, very much. And, of course, uh, our mobile studio located on the ninth floor the executive lounge of the Inbal Hotel. Welcome, everybody. It's been an amazing week so far. I really, really hope you've been following on social media all the different things that have been happening at Shari Tzedek Medical Center as we have this unique, interesting, and really, really cool kosher halftime show that's going to be presented this coming Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, during halftime of the big game. Mayor Kay, Ohad, so many people have been working so hard to make this a real reality. And uh, we're getting set for a wonderful presentation sponsored by the Rothenberg Law Firm, sponsored by the American Committee for Shire Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. It is truly going to be something extra special and spectacular. Uh, so many things I have to tell you. We'll have an opportunity hopefully on Thursday and Friday once we're back in the U.S. to go through some of the uh, interesting tidbits, stories, uh, twists and turns of the last couple of days as we've been recording the Kosher Halftime Show in Jerusalem. Uh, meanwhile, we're going to get things started this morning with plenty of great music. And coming up at 7.35 this morning, a special one-hour segment with me and Mayor Weingarten as we talk about Tu Bishvat and celebrate this amazing and beautiful holiday as only we can at JM in the AM. Plenty more coming up. Keep it here on a JM in the AM Tubishvat Wednesday morning, right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. She 
strangers raising flags Seen you dressed in ash and rags Seen them all turn around Just like you I hold my ground But I stand quiet, I stand still Like a rock throughout the ages I'm just a stone from your home I'm Jerusalem stone And I waited all this time See you in this land of mine And I waited through the ugliness and grind See you in this land of mine Whoa, whoa
تایی را تشمیه نومی پی به سایر تایی با بیم هیرا JM and the AM on this Tubishvat morning. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Um, playing for you some fantastic music, hour number one. As I said earlier toward the top of the show, I hope you've had an opportunity to follow us on social media throughout the last couple of days as the Kosher Halftime Show is being recorded in Israel, here in Jerusalem, where we are, uh, having an amazing time and really uh, dedicating ourselves to making it a phenomenal production under the leadership of Mayor Kay and Ohad and our friends at Shari Tzedek and everybody at the Rothenberg Law Firm, and of course our commercial sponsors, including the Carmel Wineries and uh, the One Israel Fund. They have a big, big event coming up. And um, and our friends at Yeshiva University, all commercial sponsors for this year's Kosher Halftime Show. 
You'll enjoy the music, the commercials, everything that we have to offer starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time this coming Sunday night when we post the show at NahumSiegel.com so that you can at first enjoy it as a halftime presentation, which I hope you'll show to your family and friends. Um, so here we are on a Wednesday morning. We have the amazing opportunity to be Tubishvat in Jerusalem, Tubishvat in Israel. Wishing everybody a happy Tubishvat and reminding you that one hour from now, Mayor Weingarten is going to be joining me. We'll do a nice long segment, what we call our Tubishvat special for 5778. So make sure to be tuned in and celebrate with us on this unique and interesting holiday. I mentioned earlier the One Israel Fund. Keep in mind that the One Israel Fund has an event coming up on February the 10th. It's called Play for Israel. It's a game night, an Israeli auction. You can go to playforisrael.org, playforisrael.org, Saturday night, February the 10th at 8.30 at the mansion at Lawrence at 140 Central Avenue in Lawrence, New York. Uh, information, you can go to the web, playforisrael.org. And remember, if you uh, use the promo code PLAY4NSN, if you use the promo code PLAY4NSN, for Nahum Siegel Network, you get $25 off your ticket package for that evening. So make sure to uh, use the promo code at playforisrael.org. You want to put in play for NSN and enjoy the February 10th One Israel Fund event. A couple of other things I wanted to mention here in the early part of the show. Don't forget the Young Israel of Manhattan has the amazing annual concert coming up at Seward Park High School this coming Saturday night, starring Benny Friedman and Uri Davidi. They're in concert Saturday night for the Young Israel of Manhattan at the corner of Grand Street and Essex Street at Seward Park High School, right next to the uh, F train, the J train, you have the D and B uh, very close by. It's a very, very easy ride to get to Seward Park High School and enjoy Benny Friedman and Uri Davidi. That is happening this coming Saturday night, and that's for the Young Israel of Manhattan and everybody in the Lower East Side neighborhood and beyond. They're looking forward to that great musical presentation. J.M. and the A.M. on this Tubishvat morning. As I said earlier, Mayor Weingarten is going to be joining us. Plenty more coming up regarding Tubishvat. And we are here until 9 o'clock on this Wednesday, tomorrow, at some point, back in the studio at J.M. and the A.M. in our New York City studios. Today will be the final day, this Tubishvat day will be the final day of our pre-record, of our recording, I should say, of the Kosher Halftime Show at Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. Plenty more coming up. Keep it right here at J.M. in the A.M. Sachti, I'm a Hebron, Kiruach, I'm a Hebron, 
Let's go. 
Sin te tumazo te tumado te besimento e virrei lá no lejo e escrevo bem. Oi sim te tumazo te tumado te besimento e virrei lá no lejo e escrevo bem.
Im Samoyatismo bekoimi Ushmatemes bisi Veisemli sekulo Bekolo amim liviyato Im Samoyatismo
Thank you. JM in the AM, keeping everybody musically uh, satiated on this Tubishvat morning. We are in Jerusalem. We're in Israel. The Inbal Hotel serves as our headquarters. A big thank you to the Inbal. In fact, you'll be hearing from the Inbal just a few minutes from now when their general manager joins me on the air from the ninth floor executive lounge, which we know is our mobile studio when we're in Israel on the ninth floor of the Inbal Hotel. So that's all coming up um, toward the beginning of the 7 o'clock hour. A couple of reminders. Um, on Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, our Kosher Halftime Show fifth annual presentation is going to be presented. The Rothenberg Law Firm, the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem, they are responsible for the amazing production. It is all happening um, this coming Sunday during halftime of the Super Bowl when New England faces uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. And since the Rothenbergs are involved, we say good luck to Philadelphia. And um, that's all happening on Sunday. Make sure once you've seen the video and once you've seen it on our social media, you share it and uh, help us make it go viral. It's going to be an amazing production. Shari Tzedek Medical Center, the, the place, the, the setting, Ohad the star, Mayor Kay, the uh, producer, and of course, so one of the stars as well. And uh, we're looking forward to an amazing and incredible kosher halftime show. Thank you to our commercial sponsors including Carmel Wineries, Yeshiva University, and the One Israel Fund. And the One Israel Fund, I remind you that the One Israel Fund has a major event coming up on the 10th of February. That's the day that Play for Israel takes place. It's going to be happening Saturday night, February the 10th, beginning at 8.30 at the mansion at Lawrence on Central Avenue in Lawrence, New York. Registration, playforisrael.org. Play, the number four, israel.org. Also, if you use the promo code, it is uh, worth a hefty discount for you. The promo code play for NSN. Play for NSN. The event happening on February the tenth, eight thirty p.m. at the Mansion at Lawrence. That's uh, one forty Central Avenue in Lawrence, New York. Get ready to play for Israel for the One Israel Fund. Coming up in the seven o'clock hour, Mayor Weingarten is going to be joining me. We'll do about uh, a a good chunk, about a one hour segment. On Tubishvat, on this Tubishvat morning, uh, what we will call our Tubishvat special, which will begin after Rabbi Goldwasser and Morning Chizuk at the bottom of the hour. Very much looking forward to presenting that to you. Tubishvat special with Mayor Weingarten is coming up, so be very patient, and uh, you'll be very uh, you'll be very informed and very happy when you hear what Mayor has to say about this very special day. A reminder that the Young Israel of Manhattan they have their big concert coming up this weekend, Saturday night. It's going to be. Um, Uri Davidi and Benny Friedman in concert at the Seward Park High School. Keep that in mind for this coming Saturday night, starting at 8.45 p.m. on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Reminder, coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, an encore presentation of Bite Size with Yoni Pollock, followed by the live lunch on a Tubishvat afternoon with uh, Avrami. Starts in the morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, goes until 1 p.m. Avrami will be hosting the live lunch, and this gives me an opportunity to thank Avrami, and ZK, and Yigal, and of course Miriam Wallach, and Yoni Pollock, and the entire staff of NSN for uh, a lot of tremendous work over the last few days going into this very special recording week for the Kosher Halftime Show. 8 p.m. is coming Sunday night. The Kosher Halftime Show becomes available for the fifth consecutive year, and I certainly hope you'll be logged on to NachumSiegel.com, ready to see an amazing production, and ready to enjoy a fantastic presentation. Coming up, in the early part of the 7 o'clock hour, 
Our visit on the ninth floor, Executive Lounge at the Inbal Hotel with the general manager of the Inbal Hotel. That's coming up at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and com on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app.
Tubishvat morning here at JM in the AM. We're at the Inbal Hotel. What better place to be than Israel and Jerusalem on this amazing holiday? Roni Timzit is with us. He's general manager here at the Inbal. As you heard yesterday, uh, the Inbal is uh, set to complete all of its renovations by Pesach, which is pretty remarkable. The brand new suites and rooms will be available to everybody starting this summer. And we have an opportunity to speak about the calendar in this timeline with Roni right now. Tu Bishvat Higiyach Ag Sameach. Nothing like Tu Bishvat in Yerushalayim, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very nice. It certainly is. And speaking of Jewish holidays, we have some more Jewish holidays coming up. And the Inbal Hotel is very famous for being extremely hospitable to uh, both people from Israel and people from Chutzlaretz during those holidays. We mentioned that the renovations here at the hotel will be completed by Pesach. Mm-hmm. What do people who want to come for Pesach need to know? How do they go about coming here and enjoying Pesach at the Inbal? Okay, they have a few possibilities. Uh, going to uh, their agents, right. uh, doing the booking directly at the hotel, um, phoning the hotel, or uh, going into the internet uh, site. The website. It's easy to, uh, to do. Uh, Are those rooms still available now? Is the hotel sold out for Pesach, or is there still room? We are very close to to be full. Oh boy! We, we have a few dozen of uh, rooms left. It's uh, it's very interesting because we, because of the renovation, people did their uh, um, reservation a lot in adv- right. uh, advance. We had this in Sukkot, and we have this in uh, in Pesach. Uh, I'll have to see how to do it uh, in the coming years <laughs> in the because future. that's something very special. <laughs> you like uh, when they make early <laughs> reservations. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, the hotel is going through a, a big change because we uh, are doing a rebranding and we are upgrading some of our uh, services. We want to uh, act as a Jerusalem concierge. Mm. Uh, to provide local tips to understand individual uh, preferences. We will be with a lot more staff that are uh, dedicated to the concierge uh, to give a lot more because what we've paid attention in the past years, people are coming again and again to Jerusalem and they uh, are going to the same places. And we want to give the, our tips as Jerusalem uh, people to our guests, and we're building a full program to give this opportunity to see Jerusalem in uh, another angle. So there'll be more members of the concierge staff mm-hmm. with many recommendations mm-hmm. about what people and families can do in the area. Yes. Very the nice. whole hotel is going through a, a, a major uh, training uh, for uh, hospitality. Uh, we have passion for, uh, for this. I'm already a long time. Uh, not only in Israel, but also in Europe, managing hotels uh, for an uh, American company. Right. Uh, so so we, we want to give, to introduce our guests to new perspective of this special city. Because Jerusalem, we have only one, and <laughs> it is very, very special. And is. to know all these aspects is not something that guests are usually uh, get to, and we want to, to help to have other um, things that Jerusalem people now are doing. So you're really ready to accommodate people who come from New York, New Jersey, from outside 
uh, of Israel from the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it comes to Pesach, whatever they need, whether it's two starim or mm-hmm. anything else, the Inbal yes. is ready to we are, to yes. prepare <laughs> to prepare and provide that for them. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned the concierge service is a very very mm-hmm. long cholamoid this year, mm-hmm. an entire week, so people will be That's able it. to take advantage. Mm-hmm of your service by planning trips and booking trips and finding out about things that they probably do not know about beforehand and not doing the same thing over and over, as you mentioned. And that should make for a very nice Pesach. And by the way, everybody out there, inbalhotel.com is the website, inbalhotel.com is the website. Then we move on to uh, what's going to be a very special week for us and every uh, everybody around the world, and that's the uh, Israel 70. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned to us off the air that those rooms went pretty quickly because people planned well in advance to be here the week of April 15th when Israel will celebrate its 70th anniversary, right? Yes, we we are already folks, uh, full on our books from uh, already a year and a half ago. I can imagine. Uh, <laughs> still, we have a few uh, rooms because people are... Uh, suddenly cannot come right. and we we are able to to accommodate a little bit more uh, people so pe- people should remember <laughs> and we encourage them hopefully with the inbal but if you're sold mm-hmm. out wherever they need to go to be here for Israel 70 and then the summer comes up and uh, you're obviously open all summer and you're ready for people to take a week or two weeks and bring family and have smachot and do everything with the inbal yes. what that Everybody has to know that the 70 uh, year will be uh, celebrated during the whole year. Right, that's true. Uh, the, it's not only for uh, Yom Atzmaut, right. and uh, and there will be events the the whole year. And uh, Jerusalem is, over, of course, uh, one of the centers, and there is a lot of concerts and happenings uh, that will be done uh, in Jerusalem. Things that are happening also uh, during the past years, uh, but it will be uh, emphasized. Uh, After all, now we know Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, according to President Trump. So, I mean, if it's the capital, and of course this is going to be a place where many celebrations are going to take place. And finally, the Jerusalem Marathon is coming up in March. Do you have people who are going to be coming for that Shabbat who are running in the marathon? Always. Always. uh, The the old town is, uh, (laughs) is getting full. From this marathon, yeah, it becomes uh, marathon. Most time. of the people are, are going to uh, more little hotels, right. going to families, to going uh, finding a way that it won't be too expensive. It is not exactly our uh, clientele, <laughs> but but we have people that are regularly coming for this marathon. And that Friday <laughs> of the marathon, if I'm not mistaken, the race goes right by the Inbal. Am I right? Yes. Like every major uh, event, right. we, major we see right. them uh, going when uh, the President Trump was here. Right. We've seen uh, the cars go, going uh, close to the hotel because we are really at the center of the city. So, so and being a little bit on, on site, right. we are calm. But we are at the center of the city. Everything is very close. And we see the whole city. A hundred percent. And it's a beautiful view like we see here today. Uh, Roni Timzit, he's general manager here at the Inbal, invites everybody to take advantage of, uh, of, of Pesach, of uh, Israel 70, of the summer, and any time uh, whatsoever to come to the Inbal Hotel in Yerushalayim and enjoy. Go to the website, inbalhotel.com, inbalhotel.com. And again, we thank you for all your hospitality. Thank you very much for being here. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
אם אתה מרגיש שאתה כל הזמן רוצה להספיק הכל פשוט תזכור כי הכל כתוב מלמעלה אז תנסה סמוך על הבורא הכל יכול יש תנועה בדרך אל העבודה, אתה צולע אחר אל הפגישה, ואולי מרגיש שכל יום כמו מרוץ פה. גם גם אם אתה קצת מתוסכל, ונראה לך שזהו המזל, תח בשם ותאמין בו. דספסיטו, קח את החיים שלך ודספסיטו, כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו, וכל הכבה זה טוב ותאמין בו. דספסיטו, קח את החיים שלך ודספסיטו, כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו, וכל הכבה זה טוב ותאמין בו. שלא יבוא קרידו, וכל הכבה זה טוב הטעמים בו. דספסיטו, קח את החיים שלך ודספסיטו, כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו, וכל הכבה זה טוב הטעמים בו. ואז פתאום תראה שלעבוד בלי לחצים אפשר ללמוד, הכל יהיה פשוט מאוד, אחרת איך אפשר לשרוד את החיים שלך, תתחיל לקחת הגלות. מה זה כסף? הפך לי יושר, אין לו משמעות. עצור לחשוב לפני שתאחר את הרכבת. הילדים גודלים ומה נשאר רק המזכרת. תגיד להם איזו מילה טובה ותחבק. יש רגעים שבשבילם תתנתק. ניסית, ניסית, שלא עשית, את הכל רצית, בנית, בנית, ומה שלא ראית, איך שהזמן עובר כאן ולא יחזור שוב לאחור לחייך. אם אתה מרגיש שאתה כל הזמן רוצה... להספיק הכל פשוט תזכור דספסיטו את החיים שלך ודספסיטו כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו וכל הכבה זה טוב ותאמין בו דספסיטו את החיים שלך ודספסיטו כל דבר בזמן שלא יבוא קרידו וכל הכבה זה טוב ותאמין בו דספסיטו We are in Israel. We are uh, in the midst of our kosher halftime show, fifth annual presentation, actually recording it. The actual presentation will be made available on Sunday in the middle of a big game between Philadelphia and New England. But we decided this year for the fifth annual kosher halftime show to actually record it in Israel. And we thank Ohad and Mayor Kay and a lot of other people we have to thank. And we will do that later on this hour here at JM in the AM. Well, one of our special guests who's been doing a, uh, a, uh, a two and some would say at this point three-part series with the interview we had yesterday with Nira uh, with us this week is uh, Daniel Luria. Daniel Luria is Executive Director and Spokesperson for Ateret Kohanim. Boker Tov. Boker Tov. Great to have you here in our mobile studio at the Inbal Hotel 
in Jerusalem and to see you again uh, multiple times this week, which is wonderful. Um, by the way, Daniel is going to be in the United States. As he says it, he will be uh, visiting the U.S. for the first time since the declaration by the President of the United States that Jerusalem is, according to U.S. policy now, the capital of Israel, right? This was the, the Vice President uh, came to Jerusalem the, for the first um, public speech by a United States administration member after the declaration by President Trump. Now you're visiting the United States Correct. for your first public statements there since the President I'm Trump think, declaration. I'm thinking of saying Shekhyanu when I speak for the first time in Kew Gardens Hills. Will you say Israel. it and pronounce it the way the Vice President did? Well, I think I'll have slightly better <laughs> intonation. Better diction. Uh, huh? Slightly, slightly better. Yeah. That happens the Shabbos of February the 17th at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills with a big shout out to Rabbi Schoenfeld. Again, that's the weekend, the Shabbos of February the 17th the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, a wonderful opportunity to see and speak with Daniel Luria. I'll also be in Elizabeth that same week and also in Woodmere uh, before right. I go to Florida. I'll be in uh, Hollywood oh, so and Bell Harbor. It's a whole tour. So get us all the dates and we will, as we, when we yeah. get back, we'll remind everybody about it. Are you kidding? God willing. Get God us willing. all the dates. Let us know where people can expect you. And as you just mentioned, New Jersey and Queens and the five towns and Florida are among the places that should expect to see you and to hear you as you continue to discuss the battle for Jerusalem. Jerusalem, and that will also afford people, aside from being in touch with you by email and the website, etc., also afford an opportunity for people to find out how they can get involved, how they could actually help finance the projects that you work on constantly, whether it's the purchase of uh, different land and uh, buildings, whether it's the... Um, Rooftop playgrounds. Rooftop playgrounds with security cameras. It's a, there's plenty of things for people in Chutzlaretz. Any involvement. For any people involvement. in the diaspora to uh-huh. do to help out. Uh, so we mentioned earlier in the week, and, and we had a good time actually speaking about Vice President Pence and his speech at the uh, Knesset. Uh, I mean, what did you think of uh, President Trump and his speech when he insisted toward the end of 2017 that, in fact, according now to U.S. policy led by him, Jerusalem is now the capital of Israel. Listen, uh, it's it's the obvious. It's stating the obvious that I think he has known for a long time. He's now got the opportunity to actually to say the truth. I mean, there's no use playing games anymore and beating around the bush. He sees it the way it is. He may not be your your everyday regular politician. People, he's a he's he shoots from the hip. He sees it the way it is. He speaks the emet in many ways, um, in his own. Fashion. Unique fashion. His own unique fashion. Uh, but he sees it and he calls it the way it is. I mean, one really has to be blind or a fool not to recognize, uh, you know, our connection, our 4,000-year-old connection to uh, to land of Israel, to Jerusalem. Uh, there's a certain amount, I'm not sure how much of it is arrogance or anti-Semitism. Um, to some, for someone like UNESCO, United Nations, uh-huh. to say... We don't have this bond. We don't have no rights. We don't have this connection. Is is more than just foolish. I'm not sure what it is. Is it straight ignorance? Is it uh, is it anti-Semitism? And I've renamed anyway UNESCO. I mean, UNESCO, what's their new name according to you? UNESCO. It's obvious. I mean, it's it's a useless, naive, <laughs> empty, senseless, corrupt organization. I mean, that I thought everyone understood. But uh, don't hold back, Daniel. Tell us what you really think about. No, that. I'm, I'm very sort of uh, subtle. Very subtle. I don't like you know. Like Trump, I don't beat around the bush. Right, I mean, I, I say that. it the way it is. But I mean, uh, unfortunately, you're accurate. This is true. Listen, yep. I mean, Abraham was here. We've got the forefathers, King David, three thousand years. You want to deny the whole of history? I mean, there's a certain to a certain point you can say no. This didn't happen. 
There's a certain truth that has to be screened from the rooftops, and the world will understand. For too long, we haven't been saying the truth from the rooftops. We've been too apologetic. I call it the shtetl mentality. Right. Nothing wrong with the shtetl. My right. family's in the shtetl, but at some, some point... Some might say galud mentality. Okay, but right. you have to get out of that right. at some point. We're no longer a star, with all due respects, on the American flag. We have our own star, and we have to say the truth. I mean, it, it, with all due respects, I mean, Arafat, and I've got many to say about Arafat Yamak Shemoy, but never Nevertheless, there's one thing to his credit, he stuck to his guns. Right. He was had strength and conviction and didn't move one centimeter. That was ultimately his downfall. But he had strength and convictions. The only people that have compromised and have said, sorry, you know, maybe let's back off, let's give away, let's compromise, let's hand away our homeland, let's slap God in the face, is us. We have to once and for all say, Ad Khan, it's not happening. Jerusalem belongs to the Jewish people. We're the only, we're the indigenous people who stand. I am sick and tired of hearing the Palestinians, these Arabs, are screaming out that this is their land. They're the indigenous people. Where? Who ever heard of the Palestinians, for heaven's sake? The only Palestine that I know that the world recognized in July of 1922 at San Remo was the Jewish people. Right. Because we the are original the original Palestinians. <laughs> we are. And that's why they declared that the Jewish homeland equals Palestine. In fact, then it was already the whole of Israel and the whole of Jordan. As it is, we've lost two-thirds of the land of Israel. And now they want to start carving it up even for the arrogance, the chutzpah. It's not going to happen. Jerusalem belongs to the Jewish people. Mind you, we can't just say it. It has to be actions on the ground, and that's where we step in. Right. Daniel Luria is here talking about the uh, declaration by President Trump and the visit of Vice President Pence and his feelings about UNESCO. You could be in touch with Daniel Luria, dljerusalem at gmail.com, dljerusalem at gmail.com. A reminder, he will be in the United States um, for appearances in places like uh, Queens at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, the Five Towns, Florida, Elizabeth, New Jersey, and we'll give you the entire schedule once it's made completely known to us so we can keep you up to date on his activities in February in the U.S. And that will be his first appearance publicly in the U.S. since the declaration by President Trump uh, stating or restating the obvious. I say restating because he alluded to this a lot during the campaign, Mm. did promise that he would move the embassy, did promise he'd recognize Jerusalem, and look what actually happened. He was the first of all these U.S. presidents to actually do it. And I think it'll be a snowball effect. I think, uh, listen, I don't know the future. The people who know the future are fools and prophets. I'm neither. But uh, if I was to hazard a guess, I would say that I think others will follow the cue when they see it actually happening. And uh, I think it's a signing of the good times. It's uh, it's furthering of the redemption process. When the world properly recognizes our role, our position, uh, then we can also be a true light to the nations. Uh, but first and foremost, it has to be, and everything centers around Jerusalem. Uh, the whole peace process, everything centers around Jerusalem, and that's why our work is so vital, having this Jewish life. I keep on saying it's not enough just to pray and to sing for Jerusalem. You want to do something, then do something. Help add Jewish life. If God is sending an Arab to sell, I'm going to tell him to go home. We're not interested. Even on Shabbos, I can tell him, I'll make a deal with you and get the get an Arab to sign on the dotted line. So even at Kadekach, the Rabboni knew how important it was to redeem every single centimeter of this land. The Lubavitch River spoke about not win, one inch. He was actually one of the first people to give a bracha to Matidan, the founder of Teret right. uh, Amazing bracha where he talks about the old city being like the Torah Bichtav, uh, the written law and the, and the area around like the Torah Belpeh, and every letter, every house is important. A very special bracha. So uh, the world has, we have to internalize that, the Jewish world, I mean. And that... Uh, 
and I'll, I daven three times a day, you know, I'll say the prayers for Yerushalayim and I'll sing the Shana Bab Yerushalayim. I happen to be one of the lucky ones to be involved in an organization that is bringing Jewish life back. But for those that are living overseas, unfortunately, temporarily, whatever you want to call it, you can still be involved. Be involved at a tachless level. It's not enough to sing and dance and, and daven for Yerushalayim. At a playground, at a security camera, renovate at a house. Maybe if you're able to, then even buy a place. People are buying all over the world. Invest here. I call it Yerushalayim. You know, even Yerushalayim Shalmala. We've got this project. I started 15 years ago. It hasn't really been taken off, but it's a project that exists there on the books. Yerushalayim Shalmala. Think of Yerushalayim even from the heavens. I wish all your listeners to live till 120. But think of Yerushalayim as a kid. Leave a legacy. Something. Think of us as one of the children. Build Yerushalayim even from, uh, from the heavens. It can be done. But you have to think of Yerushalayim in a practical sense. Own your Dalat Amas. Own your wall. Add some yeshiva students. Add a kollel. Add a playground, a nursery. Something. Think of us in a true sense as your Yerushalayim. When you do that, then we're going to be okay. has to be this, this internalizing. I think I mentioned a few days ago, this kol Yisrael, to truly feel it. Not just pay lip service. It's not enough. Unbelievable. What an incredible passion and wonderful words. Daniel Luria is here. So you basically answered my question because I was going to ask you how practically people in Chutzlaritz can do what you're recommending, those who actually want to invest, those who actually want to give the funds to the organization so that the purchases that you just described can be made. And, of course, the security cameras, rooftop playgrounds, and other projects that you lead can be, uh, can be put into place. Uh, what you just said is essentially the answer, and that is just simply take on whatever project you wish and finance it. Simple as that. Make a phone call, email. Of course, some things obviously can't go through the American right. office. We're talking for your listeners. Anything to do with investments and acquisitions does not go through the American office right. whatsoever. It's separate from that. That's the Directly with Israel, it's not so straightforward because of the uh, disgraceful, unethical, immoral uh, fatwa, the edict that says an Arab is killed if he sells to a Jew. Can you imagine if you right. sold to a Puerto Rican or a black person in, in America that you'd be killed? It wouldn't last 24 hours. An hour wouldn't last. But uh, an Arab can be killed. Uh, not only that, if but he then, sells to a Jew. If he sells to a Jew. And a middleman, a few years ago, they said even middlemen can be tortured. It's just abnormal what he said. So therefore, we have to work very carefully. It's not straightforward, but a lot can be done. But there does is, the work continue at a good pace, even with all those regulations that they have? 100%. Yeah, I'm not saying it's easy. It's right. not like walking into Remax but or some other real done. estate agent. It happens. It takes time. You have to, have to be very careful. And we are. Today, the issue is Jewish money. Right. Could you believe the fact that in, I've been in the organization now for nearly 18 years. S- as far as I know, for 18 years, Chai years, this, oh, I must remember that it's the Chai year of uh, my being with Ateret Konim, that the issue has always been one of Jewish money. There's no shortage of Arabs ready to sell, no shortage of families ready to move in. It's Jewish money. That's a disgrace. We should have a multi-million dollar fund. I can't. I honestly cannot handle when I see these massive Jewish centers being built up around the world, synagogues being built up around the world, and I've got a synagogue lying in, 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 in garbage. You wouldn't put a dead horse there in the Yemenite village. Why aren't people knocking at my door? I have three, four million dollars to rebuild a Beit in the Yemenite village. Why? What is wrong? What is right? Am I not giving the message correctly? Are you not reaching all the listeners? I don't know. But it can be done. It means people taking on projects like restoring the Beit It means taking on and building that playground and subsidizing the nursery and the youth activities. For those that are able, not everyone is able to acquire 
acquire. It's yours. It's not a donation. It's in your name. You won't become rich from the rent. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is rent. Uh, whatever it is, five, six dollars a square meter. But that's not the point. Maybe in five, ten years' time, it will be worth an absolute fortune. But no one's coming into that. If you want to make money, don't think of this. You're doing this because it's an ideological investment because you believe that the Yerushalayim belongs to us and you believe that one day it will be... You know what? We're actually gentrifying neighborhoods. We're fixing up neighborhoods. You've got these downtrodden They're neighborhoods. They're a lot better in shape than they used to be. Oh, yeah. and we're adding Jewish life there. We want to live side by side with anyone who wants to accept Arabs, by the way, who want to live together in the Jewish state right. with the Jewish people, 100%. But the second you want to drive me out and throw a Molotov cocktail and you do not accept the Jewish state, there's 21 Arab states all around and you can go there. No one needs you here. You want to accept the Jewish state, you stay. And we live in peace. In fact, you ask me, the left wing today in Israel are ideologically bankrupt. They're dinosaurs. The case scenario that I'm talking about, Jews and Arabs, Jews, Muslims and Christians living together, but under Jewish sovereignty, of course. Right. Has to be under Jewish sovereignty. Right. So it, it's happening slowly but surely. I mentioned a few days ago that we've doubled our presence there in our right, village. Which is amazing. Which is phenomenal. Almost 70 kids, which is incredible. And uh, we do have to, I will repeat again, we do have to right. restore that back in And the government will be helping out. Uh, the shul in Florida is helping out also. Uh, because they're redoing their bacon asset. Ah, and, so and a little matching program. A little matching project, which is important. That's so a great way to handle it. So where are the other shuls? Right. Where are the other shuls? There must be someone listening to this program, and there's hundreds of people who are connected to various shuls. Take on this as a project. And we can, maybe an individual wants to do it. I don't really care, so long as you get involved in some format. This should not just be an interview with a guy with a strange accent that doesn't sound like yours, Nahum, and that's <laughs> it. No, I want someone at the end of this to email me at dljerusalem at gmail.com or call me or call the New York office or come on tour, take on a project, do something. Otherwise, this interview, with all due respect, is a waste of time. Understood. Tadaraba. You're amazing and incredible. And I'll still call you a hero whether you like it no, or not. No, 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 no. Daniel Luria, the email address dljerusalem at gmail.com. The needs are very simple, uh, whether it's financing for properties, buildings and land, whether it's uh, security cameras, whether it's rooftop playgrounds, whatever the case may be. Daniel Luria can help you, no matter where you are on this globe, uh, finance these projects and make a tremendous difference in Jerusalem. Daniel Luria is dljerusalem at gmail.com. And, of course, all the information you need, uh, just search Ateret Kohanim. And I thank him for joining us. JM in the AM will continue with more coming up. Keep it here on a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Go forth, my son, be light unto the nations, and as this basket will carry you down the Nile, I'll be with you, my child. I believe in you, I believe in you, I believe in you, believe in you, I believe in you, believe in you, my son. They may pull you on a throne Just remember where you're coming from, my son Take your courage, take it far Though you cannot speak, I still admire your strength One day you'll lead us out of exile One day you'll be a messenger of the one above 
change this world for a better one. I believe in you, I believe in you, I believe in you. Believe in you, I believe in you. Believe in you, my son. I believe in you, I believe in you, I believe in you. Believe in you, I believe in you. Believe in you, my JM and the AM, and this time each and every Monday through Thursday, Rabbi David Goldwasser with our morning chizuk. It is Lezech Nishmas Harav Zebner Yosef Alevi and Lezech Nishmas Esther Basar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, at the time of the Chorven Beis Hamikdash, the destruction of the Holy Temple, asked the Romans to give him Yavne v'chachomeho and its sages. He wanted to make sure that the oral tradition would continue for generations to come. It is quoted in Avast Rabbi Nossin that Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka used to say that if one is holding a sapling in his hand and he's about to plant it, all of a sudden he is told that Mashiach is about to arrive, he should first plant the sapling and then go out to be Mekabal Mashiach, to receive Mashiach. The question is, why are we busying ourselves involved in the mundane, trivial pursuit of tilling and planting the soil? We would think that our response should be, throw the sapling to the side and demonstrate our overwhelming feeling of honor for Mashiach. We learn from this that planting the sapling is also a miracle, a miracle that has existed for generations from the beginning of creation. Therefore, we demonstrate that amuna our steadfast faith in Hashem, the Creator of the world, who gave us the Eitz Oise Pri, Asher Zaroi Boilamineu, the miracle of the seeds of the tree that continuously regenerate themselves. 
The Baal Shem Tov was once traveling together with his Talmidim. Among them, Rav Moshe Shoyam, the renowned author of the Sefer Divrei Moshe. It was in the middle of the winter, amidst a blizzard with deep snow and frost. As they were traveling on the road, they realized that it was Tubishvat, the Rosh Hashanah of trees. They were upset by the fact that they had no fruit on which to make a bracha. The Baal Shem Tov instructed them, however, to continue traveling with him, and they would reach a field. When they reached the field, they were shocked to see that there was no snow. The temperature was warm and comfortable. They left their wagons and walked a while longer, until they reached an orchard that had a tree filled with golden apples. The Talmidim took the apples from the tree. They made a brach on them, and they did it with great simcha. After they were finished eating, they made the brain of Hushos, the bracha after they ate, and they left. Rav Moshe Shoyam, upon seeing these wonderful fruits, took with him a small sack of these apples in order to bring them back to his house. The whole incident occurred so suddenly that they didn't stop to think, how was it possible to have a field with warm air, a tree with Paris, in the middle of the winter? They then returned to their wagons and continued on their journey home. Ramosha Shayam remembered that he had forgotten to take that small sack of apples that he gathered for himself. He left the group, went back to find the field in this sack of apples. He looked for hours. He couldn't find the field or the tree or the sack of apples. He was distressed over this and he asked the Baal Shem the reason for it. The Baal Shem told him, that the fruits are no longer there. It's only because today is Tu Bishvat did they have the schus to see the tree with Paris on which to make a bracha. However, it was only for sacred use. No one is permitted to use those fruits for their own personal benefit. And therefore, the fruits were no longer there. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Bore, bore, puriha eats. Bore, bore, puriha eats. Bore, bore, puriha eats. Bore, bore, puriha eats. Two bish, what, what, what? Two bish, what, what, what? Two bish, what, what, what? For the trees in Tubishvat, Shvat, Shvat. Say Shecheyanu, if you please, on Tubishvat, Shvat, Shvat. Fat, fat, fat. All this is a festive 
There's nothing like being in Israel for two bishvat. Nothing like being in Israel for two bishvat. And somehow through the magic, through the incredible technology that we have today, through the amazing systems that that humans have created with the materials that God has given them, it is amazing that I'm able on a two bishvat day to present a two bishvat segment with Mayor Weingarten, who, again, I will stress, is not in Israel. I am in Israel, and he... Is not in Israel. Chag Sameach, Mayor Weingarten. Well, it's Chag Sameach to you. It's Chag a little bit Sameach to me. I mean, it's amazing. It sounds like we're in the same studio. What can I say? I miss you. Thank you. But I'm happy that you're in the right place. You know that every time I'm in Israel, uh, I I think back to the old days when there were a lot of uh, Siegel Weingarten trips. Yes. Yes, And we would enjoy our time in Israel and and make the most of it. Now when I'm in Israel, I'll have a spare second. That's right. (laughs) And you're probably the same way. (laughs) True. And when you're in Israel, and and I think people in Israel should should look out their window now because, you know, the weather usually turns bad. That's correct. It's going to rain. It's going to snow. In fact, it's it's funny because last week, last week I got a call from Yigal Siegel. You know Yigal. And he says to me, uh, this was on Thursday of last week, and he says... um, he says, I finally have the actual proof that you're coming to Israel this weekend. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, what do you mean? Now, of course, I knew exactly what he was going to say. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, we turned on the forecast, and it said possibility of snow and rain. And we said, all right, right. Nahum's on the way. There you go. And, you know, I'll tell you something, keeping it in, within the conversation, but also on Tubishvat. Yeah. So there was a drought. There were a no, number of years that there has been a drought. Right. And there was, including the early part of this season. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. The early right. part of this season was also a drought. 
And the problem, of course, with the agriculture, we know this is basic olive bays of Chumash. Right. You know, Vayayim Shemoa Tishmaun, God will bring rain, and if not, there won't be rain, and you'll have a problem. That's why Israel needs rain, and Egypt doesn't need rain. That's right. the contrast between Israel and Egypt, because Egypt has the Nile. So the minister of agriculture who's responsible for the water happens to be from the Bayit HaYehudi, from the religious Zionist um, party. His name is Uri Ariel, great guy. And he said, on top of everything else that we're doing, we're going to have a prayer. um, Communal prayer. Communal prayer, yeah, like a demonstration at the Kotel, davening for rain. Right. Because individuals were davening for rain already for a while right. because they... They inserted into the tefillah. Oh, my gosh. The, you know, you can imagine uh, the very anti-religious... The, the, those who aren't sure if God's up there, right? No, they're sure he's not. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're so sure. <laughs> exactly. And the article, oh, my God, some of them were so horrific. Condemning him. Condemning him and uh, stop doing that. Stop stop, stop wasting your time with that. Do your job. Oy, you know. Oy, oy. Then they had this prayer. Right. A few thousand people showed up, right. amongst them some non-religious people. Right. And within 48 hours, right. it started to rain, and there's been rain. Ever since. <laughs> ever since. Nobody turned it off. <laughs> Last week, it, there was flooding. Last week on uh, on Thursday. Um, and, and in which areas of the country was there flooding? Even in Thursday? Tel Aviv. Wow. Um, so what do, we, what do we learn from this? We learn a couple of things. First of all, there is an immediate reaction to tefillah. It could right? be, yes. I mean, well, yeah, very possible. I should, I should be careful right. how I say it. Right. Very possible. And secondly, wasn't there somebody who was not from a religious background, from a government position, who specifically said that they're going to participate mm-hmm. in this because... Yes. Who was that? It wasn't a government position. He oh, was he- one of the heads of the um, Tenuat Moshavim, I think it was. Oh, I thought it was an agricultural and, and, minister. And, no, no, the agricultural minister is That's Uriel. Uriel, right? So, so this I don't remember his name, but he's he was interviewed and and they asked him and they they were chiding him really. Oh, you also right. going to this? And he said, yeah. They yeah. said, what? Because he's he's not that he. He said, yes, of course I'm going to go. First of all, the minister asked to go. Then why shouldn't I go? Right. Secondly, he said, even if it's only as a show of unity to show that we are united in our request for rain and right. our need for rain. That in itself has value. Now you know why it started to rain. Isn't it beautiful? Now you know why it started to rain. It was not just tefillah. It was unity yes. as well. Yes. It was somebody getting up and telling the Israeli press, you know what? Right. If our brethren are calling for prayer, right. let's participate. And I've heard in similar cases, I, one of the cases I remember is when the three young men were kidnapped. Sure. Hashem Yikum Damam. So um, a, a, an atheist, an avowed atheist, who runs one of the morning shows in uh, in Israel, Avri Gilad. And it's known he's an atheist. He says, he says, I, I makes eat, it clear. he says, I eat on Yom Kippur. Wow. Invited Rav David Stav, the head of Rabbi Neitzar, right. to come into the studio and say together a parak tehillim for, for, you know, in hopes of finding the boys. Why would he do that? Wait. And... They had at the bottom of the screen as and now Rav Stav brought a stender and he did it just like in Yeshiva Shir Hamala Mimama and then and then they said everybody now say along and they had at the bottom of the screen the text that yes the subtitle oh my gosh and they had a live feed from the Kotel where they were also joining in 
he was attacked, Avri Gilad was attacked, of course, by the Haaretz and all these other guys. And he said, I'm not, about one specific person who attacked, he said, I'm not talking to him anymore. He has an aversion to anything Jewish. They asked him, so they asked Avri Gilad, you're an atheist, you don't believe right. in this. Why do you do it? He said, number one, the parents asked. These are parents, they're grieving, they're, they're asking everybody to do something. So who am I to say, nah, I, I don't know, right? yeah. Number two, he said, throughout the generations, that's what Jews do. I don't have to believe it works. It doesn't work. It doesn't matter. That's what we do. That's our, that's what, that's us. It's, it's, I'm, it's, sit, it's I'm so sitting beautiful. here in stunned silence, here in Israel, in stunned silence, only because I'm trying to grasp all of this. We talk about how the state of Israel and the fact that it exists lends itself to unique situations. I believe this situation is only because oh, there's, no there's a state no of question. Israel that in, someone would, would say, I'm identifying as a Jew. Correct, I, correct. Look, even though I don't believe in any look of it. Look at another case, Ilan Ramon, right. who wasn't Orthodox. But Says ma- Kiddish in made, space. Right. Took a mezuzah, did all the things that and he may, not, he may never have said Kiddush another time in his life, but felt... No, yeah, he probably did. He felt that's right. that as a representative of the Jewish people... He's representing Judaism right. in, in addition to, to a Jewish state, right. and it's a Jewish state. So now I'm really going to get criticized. You ready for this one? <laughs> I felt the same way with the same emotion as, as, uh, uh, as the type of emotion that we just described in response to... Avery Gilad's... Uh, and that, right? And you're going to think this is nuts. When the Israeli national baseball team <laughs> yeah. came to New York, right. they wore their caps, the Team Israel caps. Yes. For the national anthems, they had to remove their caps, okay. right, as is tradition. Right. They were all wearing kippot. Oh, that's now, very nice. I guarantee nice. you that not only, not only <laughs> were some of them probably the first time in their lives they wore kippot. Some of them weren't even Jewish, <laughs> right, frankly. Right. And 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 it it, it was like I'm, a repre- symbolism. I'm representing the state of Israel. Right. It's not a it's an issue of I wear a kippah or don't wear a kippah. It's an issue that the, if you're representing the state of Israel, you wear a kippah at the appropriate time. There's importance to symbolism. Right. That's the truth. And and we forget about it. Some, I remember sometimes um, back in my younger years, uh, you had younger years, huh? I had, yeah, I don't know when, <laughs> some point. Yeah. Um, and, and, and people would make fun of the flag, that there's right. an Israeli flag. Oh, it's a shmata. Right. What is it? No, it's a symbol. There were symbols. The Jews had symbols, too. There was flags in the desert. right? There was a banner. There is a concept in Judaism for sure of symbolism. We do tons of things for symbolism. And in general, by the way, as part of the, the, the miracle that Tubishvat represents as far as our returning to the land, there is such a there is a blurring of lines between what we would call secular and religious. It's right. just the lines are blurred. What do you call a person who says, I don't really believe in God, but I'm gonna dive in with you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is that person? Right. And 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 so many of the of the um Musicians, the amazing uh, um, you point this out artists. Almost, almost every week. You point yes, this out. yes. The artists that have become uh, um, more observant, Bali Chuva and certain cases, Rami Kleinstein. Rami right. Kleinstein is not not quote unquote from right, but his music, Chazek, right, right. It means something. Friday night means something to him. He so he writes a song, Matanot Tanot, 
about a Friday night and making right. kiddish, and he puts the kiddish into the song. Right. So Amazing. is he is he a religious person? Not religious person? Th- 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 those lines, I believe, in Israel don't exist anymore. Yeah. Some people criticize the fact that it doesn't exist anymore. I think it's amazing. but I think it's amazing, too. All right, Mayor, you want to play a song for me on this tuba shvat? Do you mind? A song, would you Thousands like? of miles away, I want you to serenade me with a song. What do you got there in your okay. collection of tuba shvat You want selections? one of the classic songs? Oh, what do you got? Come on. It's tuba shvat after all. Let's um, celebrate. Okay. <laughs> Let's loosen our tie and get ready for spring and summer. You ready? Hey, come you're, on. you're ready? Oh, there are no ties in Israel. Sorry. You ready? <laughs> go for it. Here we go, folks. <laughs> It's too bishvat, all right, at J.M. in the A.M. Ashkedi apurachat v'shemesh pazorachat Tiborim merosh kol gag v'vasrod et bohechat Too bishvat higiyach aglai lanot Too bishvat higiyach aglai lanot Ha'aretz meshavat higiyach et latat Kol echad yikach lo etz v'itim netze chotzetz Celebrating Tu Bishvat with JM and the AM, Mayor oh, Weingarten yeah. with me. I am in Israel. What better place to be on a Tu Bishvat than in Israel? I really don't think there is a better place. You know, I want to tell you in something. In fact, I know there is no better place. I want to tell you something I discovered while yeah. here in Israel, uh, a Tu Bishvat week. Okay. I want to tell you something I discovered. Please tell me. Um, there are other Tu Bishvat fruits besides Buxer. <laughs> I didn't know this. Well, it's about time. I didn't know this while living in Chutzlar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I found this out I'm... while visiting uh, while visiting Israel yeah. during Tu B'Shvat week. Or there's there's fresh books. Well, yes, much softer. Mm. I don't get it. The dentists aren't interested in no. uh, in an occupation in, yeah. in, in business. Different. It's a different union over there. <laughs> different dentist. That's union. how it works. Yeah. Now, uh, I want to remind people about a couple of things. Why yeah. Why are we in Israel this week? We're in Israel this week because we're recording the Kosher Halftime Show. So I'm going to give a special plug. Halftime. Yeah, because this coming Sunday is the Super Bowl. Are you familiar with the Super Bowl? Yeah, I've heard of it. You've heard of it? Yeah. Do you know any of the teams that are in it? I do know this. You know the, you yes, know the, I, so I do know. I have a friend who's a Philadelphia fan. Oh, wow. And, and, you and know, you're still friends with them. And Robert Kraft, <laughs> right. who spoke at YU so brilliantly, Correct. 
you know, so so, so, so I have a connection to. <laughs> right. you, you a, now you can ask me, am I going to watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> Will you watch the Super Bowl? No. Can you watch the Kosher halftime show at least? I always do. Oh, thank you. I always thank do. I, I in fact, I usually <laughs> put on my Facebook page a thing. Can somebody tell me when halftime is coming <laughs> so I can watch it? <laughs> you don't want to waste any time otherwise. <laughs> well, well, you know, what's the fault? <laughs> so there you go. Mayor's going to be watching. Everyone should be watching. And a big thank you to all of our friends who have made this possible, the Rothenberg Law Firm, the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem, Shari Tzedek, FTD Productions, Ohad, Mayor K, Mayor K's Production Company, all of our commercial sponsors, including Carmel Wineries, One is Real Fund, and Yeshiva University, and I hope I didn't leave anybody out. A whole list of people made this possible, so a big thank you to them. Kosher Halftime Show available this Sunday at halftime, as you just said, of the big game. Now, recently, there was a very special guest in Jerusalem. Are you familiar with this? Yes, very much the so. The vice president of the United States. Correct. Um, visited. In fact, look Mr. at this. Mr. Mike Pence. Look at this. I say to the people who are with me here in Israel, I have here a two-sheet printout of the vice president's, oh. of pieces of the vice president's speech as notated mm. by one Mayor Weingarten. Yes. Because Mayor took some of um, <laughs> of the speech right. and actually um, uh, put the sources of where right. the vice president... By the way, did you see who worked on the speech with him? Yes. Yeah, so I that, did yesterday. So now you know why. Yeah, and I wrote, many... <laughs> I, that explains a lot. <laughs> that does explain a lot. <laughs> Although he, you know, vice president, reads the Bible every day. Yes, correct. He, and he's a very religious person, so I don't want to take it away from him. But correct. clearly when you have Rabbi... Sachs, right. former chief rabbi of of Great Britain, right. uh, he knows his stuff. A, a master orator and a right. genius, and 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 so forth. So there's something that's associated with Tu Bishvat. Yeah, that the vice president said during his speech. You ready yes. for this? So here it is. You're oh, you're, you're doing it. Well, I don't know if I'm right. I'm I'm going to guess. No, that, yeah, but I ha- I want to use a. Mm, now what do I do? Can I use a longer clip? How how uh, how? Mine is two oh eight. How uh, long into his speech is your clip? Do you know? Do you I know? don't know, but it starts with this. Let me see. Hang on. Uh, no, this is. Oh, good. I'm so happy now. We can do different both. part. This is totally different. You go. There, see, I I did the simpletons manner. I did I did the simpletons uh, method of, of of associating Bryce President's uh, speech with Tubishvat. Go ahead. Because on Tubishvat, there are a lot of people who say specific words. Or let me put it differently, there are specific words in our tradition. Oh, I see. Oh, good. Interesting. I'm not so bad. Huh? I didn't. <laughs> you're pretty good. Also. I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. Uh, the mayor's going to trump me, but anyway. Uh, speaking of Trump, uh, the, vice, yeah. the vice president uh, uttered certain words that a lot of people associate with new fruits. That's right. That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, point. this is a, a, a this is an excerpt of Vice President Pence's speech in the Knesset. What you're about to hear, he said in the Israeli parliament. A lot of people read it. A lot of people didn't hear it. They're going to be fascinated right. to hear him right. actually say this. Here it is at JM in the AM. As you prepare to commemorate this historic milestone... I say, along with the good people of Israel, here and around the world, Shehekianu, Viki Amanu, Vihig Iyanu, Lazman Hazeh. How unbelievable is that? How unbelievable is that? And and how you, unbelievable! Did, is did that? you hear they applauded before he yes, even finished? They knew where like he was the heading. National anthem, yep. <laughs> Boy, right? They knew where he was. They heading. knew exactly he what was he was going saying. To and he didn't translate it. Right? Do you notice that? Like people all over the world right. are watching this speech and saying, "What did he say?" And it's like it doesn't matter. They get it. You know, they get it. 
You read the Mayor Soloveitchik piece in the Wall Street Journal, right? Yes, he basically oh, okay. quoted everything I wrote. <laughs> you had not shared that with him in advance, did you? No. Okay, just checking. I think he could figure If I could figure it out, he could figure it out. <laughs> and I meant Rabbi Mayor Soloveitchik. Yes. Uh, I haven't read it yet because some, read it. someone blocked my Wall Street Journal access. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. have to get it through, right. uh, so, through so I, Facebook. So I, so I asked to not see if he would uh, if, he, oh, okay. <laughs> if he would put it in the appropriate things. We'll yeah. see when I get back to America if he did. Anyway, so um, so that was one piece. Then you had a piece that you wanted to play, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So um, Also associated with two bishops. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a little, also a little bit of a longer piece. Um, the the what you don't see uh, obviously in the audio that you played right. is the standing ovation that he got. Right. That. It, it was just the the place erupted. Amazing. Um, so this one of the leaders of the free world is saying a bracha of Shechianu about the state of Israel. Do exactly. our people get that? Do our people get who's in the White House right now? I, I, despite all the fact that that we are sometimes annoyed by the rhetoric from Washington. And the way that things are presented by the White House, do we understand who is in the White House and what is going on? Here? And how many times during the speech did he say, "Jerusalem, yeah. the capital of Israel"? We're moving the embassy within by the end of the. By the way, they're already they're already working. Bemet? Yes. Well, can I see it? Am I a few feet away? Where am I? Um, <laughs> where, where am I in proximity to the embassy? You're not that far. I mean, it's not a few feet away. How close to the inbal? Ten fifteen minute drive. Wow! Supposedly, I mean, it's a sort of uh, on wraps, but they claim that it's uh, in the Arnona area. Wow! That's what they. It's, they're not going to be able to build the structure for. Right. If they want to f- do it by the end of next year, they're going right. to have to take something that's existing. Anyway, so this part of the speech. How should we do this? Should we? Um, you know what? I'm 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 doing it here, so yeah. I can do right whatever now. I want. Yes. Okay, you're the DJ. Here, <laughs> I'm six thousand miles away. You're the DJ now. Here we go. So hopefully this will work. This is Mike Pence in the Knesset. How unlikely was Israel's birth? How more unlikely has been her survival? And how confounding and against the odds has been her thriving? You've turned the desert into a garden, scarcity into plenty, sickness into health, and you turned hope into a future. Now... You've wow. turned the desert into a garden. Yeah. God comforted Zion, comforted all its ruins. Right? He talks about rebuilding the ruins. Later, he talks about rebuilding. He made the wilderness into into Eden, into like the Garden of Eden, and it's. And it's a desert like the Garden of Hashem. You You've are quoting from Sefer Isaiah 51, from, from Sefer Yishayahu. So, you know, as uh, one of your children likes to say, this uh, goes into the collection of prophecies that have come true. That's correct. Okay, so, and now he continues in, in the Tubishvat vein. Israel is like a tree that has grown deep roots in the soil of your forefathers, yet as it grows, it reaches ever closer to the heavens. And today and every day, the Jewish state of Israel and all the Jewish people bear witness to God's faithfulness, as well as your own. Unbelievable. So, bears witness to God's faithfulness is ne'eman, atah Hashem alokeinu v'ne'emanim devarecha. Ne'eman is a faithfulness. Mm-hmm. 
ודבר אחד מדבריך, אחור לא ישוב ריקם. That's what we say in the Brachot of the Haftarah, that we, we ask God to come back to Yerushalayim, whatever, and we know that you are faithful to your promises. And here he is, yes, he said, God, God brought you back. I've, I've, I've called this, by the way, si- since George uh, W. Bush, mm-hmm. there hasn't been as good a religious Zionist speech in the Knesset. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, this man might be the next president yeah, of the United States. We're not done. We're not done. Yeah, no. We'll go on. It was the faith of the Jewish people that gathered the scattered fragments of a people and made them whole again. That took the language of the Bible and the landscape of the Psalms and made them live again. And it was faith that rebuilt the ruins of Jerusalem and made them strong again. And as we've said many times, the revival of the Jewish language, he he makes a point of that, that that is part of the Messianic era, that, that, that this language that now becomes new. And again, he talks about the rebuilding of the ruins of Jerusalem. And of course, the tree, mm-hmm. the tree planted deeply in the ground, then Rosho Magiel HaShemayim. Okay, continuing. The miracle of Israel is an inspiration to the world. And the United States of America is proud to stand with Israel and her people as allies and cherished friends. And so we will pray for the peace of Jerusalem, that those who love you be secure, that there be peace within your walls and security in your citadels. You see, one of the things that I love about it is unlike a preacher mm-hmm. who's saying, as it says in the Bible, he just he's talking as if this he's conversationally pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Shalushlom Yushalayim, those who love you be secure, Yishlayu Ahavayich, that there be peace within your walls and security in your citadels. Shalom He's quoting the Pasuk. Wow. So if you know if you know the quote, you can appreciate that this is a Bible reading, believing man who's saying, hey, I read this all the time and now I see it. And, and does it help explain how his connection to Jerusalem brings us to a, an administration that says Jerusalem is the capital of Israel? Yeah, certainly, yeah. certainly a natural... Uh... Yeah, one last piece. And we will work and strive for that brighter future where everyone who calls this ancient land their home shall sit under their vine and fig tree <laughs> and none shall make them afraid. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. Micha Perek Dalet. V'yashvu ish tachat gafno v'tachat Every man shall sit under their grain vine and fig tree. Two of the perot nishtabchu b'hem Eretz Yisrael. Ve'ein macharid. That's, he added that. And none shall make them afraid. Ve'ein macharid ki pi Hashem tzvaot diber. Faith in God. And recognizing this miracle. We always talk about az yomru bagoyim. Yeah. Right? Here it is. And ein balhanes makir So Here's a man getting up and saying, do you see what is happening to you? Unbelievable. 
It is Amer- on this Tubishvat morning. I am with Mayor Weingarten, thousands of miles away, but together on this program at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. It is a Tubishvat morning at JM in the AM. I am but a little tree that only seeks to live in peace To spread my seeds upon the earth And firm my roots within the soil Of the land my father gave to me And his father gave to him Made by the father of us all But the woodsman, with an axe poised in his hand, said it's my sacred duty to clear away this land. And on this place that I call home, I will plant a field of stone. I am but a little tree that only seeks to live in peace. Spread my seeds upon the earth And firm my roots within the soil Of the land my father gave to me And his father gave to him Made by the father of us all While the sly fox, aloof, cool, and remote, said I cannot be distracted by the blood stains on my coat. I can feel the woodsman's pain, perhaps the tree should not remain. I am but a little tree that only seeks to live. Spread my seeds upon the earth And find my roots within the soil Of the land my Father gave to me And the eagle, high above, so far away, said it's in my best interest to see the small tree stay. No, it need not thrive like I, but why not let it stay alive?
storm and wind may come I'll bend but never break And like all those before me I'll stay true to my faith That soon will come a day When all will gather neath my shade I am but a little tree only seeks to live in peace To spread my seeds upon the earth And firm my roots within the soil Of the land my father gave to me And this father gave to me Made by the father of us J.M. in the A.M. Song called Little Tree on this uh, Tubishvat morning. Who is that by? A.B. Rottenberg and Company from Journeys. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, nice song. Speaking of songs, Mayor Weingarten, it, uh, supposedly, across yeah. the seas over in the United States, has, the uh, pond. has across the pond, has a song or two to share with us this morning yeah, so on this Tubishvat program. Actually, one of them is brand new hmm. by uh, one of our favorites. Yoni Genut is a very creative young uh, young man. And he's working now on his second album. And the name of the album is Daber Eli Be'adamit. Hmm. Speak to me. The ground. Hmm. Like the language of the ground. Ba'adama. Kimisham Lukakti. Because I was taken. From there. Right? Right. Daber Eli Be'afarit. Afar. Kilisham Ashuv. Speak to me in dust because, or from I'm the going dust. Back I'm to going the back dust. to the dust. So the Adam Adama represents the life, and the Afar here is representing the death. Al tidaber b'musagit philosophy. Right. Ha- Hypothetical. Hi- yeah. Ki hamusag a no musag. It's a play in words right. because you can't. The hypothetical is the, the, is the, not realistic. It can't be attained. Right. Lahasig something. Ah, lahasig. Right. Who lo choder? Who lo ozer? Who lo nimtza? It's as if, right? The berry light ba'adamit ki misham lukachti, the berry light ba'elokit, ki lisham tashuv ruchi. Al tarbe ba'afarit, ki ha'afar, the dust, it's like the foam on the water. Right. And, and again, he's referring like to death. Doesn't um, dig. Right. It's not planted. Nothing is ever left of it. It's like gone. Dabru Ivrit. Dabru Achim Dabru Ivrit Ivrit Mikol Ha'avarim. It, 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 it's like my mind becomes pregnant, meaning there's a play in words of Ibor, which right. is pregnant, and Ivrit. It, it helps my mind be creative. It gives me, you know, my mind gives birth to ideas. Hebrew reminds me who I am. Don't talk foreign languages, loez, ma'am loez, right? Shalon nokevet ad tashtit. 
it doesn't get down to, because, you know, in Chazal we have the concept that in Hebrew, a word actually defines the object. Right. While in English, it's we agree. We agree that that's a door. Right. And when you say door, we both agree that that's what it means. But it doesn't actually have any, any value. And he also, no kev ad tashtid, you have in the Mizbeach that, that the uh, it, it was like a, a drain that the blood went all the way down to the tashtit. Shelo yotzeret mi bereishit lo azit non Hebrew shelo yotzeret mi bereishit kibereishit because God created the world we say in Hebrew from bereishit. So lo azit eno yotzeret mi bereishit kibereishit. And the the last. Um, Stands we'll skip the last stanza is the berry light by Adamit Kimusham Lukakti, the berry light by Farid Kilisham Ashuv, Altidaber be misparim. Don't talk about numbers. So I had the opportunity, I was telling you off the air to speak, Brilliant songwriter. To, speak to him. And he wrote the words and the lyrics, and he sings. One of many. Um and uh, I had an opportunity to speak to him yesterday, and he he was sharing with me uh and I appreciate so much his time. He was sharing with me some of the thoughts that he had. So he says, numbers are just comparisons. Mm-hmm. What's a number? You have this, I have more, I have less. It, numbers bring about jealousy. Numbers bring about comparisons. You have, I have. They don't actually say anything. Everybody has numbers. Unbelievable. We get to hear the song? Absolutely. And to- it's... Um, it's the title track of an album that he's working on, uh, the Berelai Ba Adamit. Let me just um, let me just uh, cue it up Go properly. Ahead. Hold on one second. Okay. How unlikely was this? Oh, wrong one. <laughs> Here we go. Come on. Tubishvat morning at JM in the AM. דבר אליי באדמית כי משם לוקחתי דבר
שמאברת את מוחי, שמזכירה לי מי אני. אל תרבו בלא שלא נוקבת התשתית, שלא יוצרת מבראשית, כי J.M. in the A.M. Yoni Genut, Deber Eli Adamit. Pretty amazing. Beautiful stuff. Tubishvat morning here at J.M. in the A.M. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. It's an annual tradition. I am in Israel. Mayor Weingarten's in the United States. But somehow we're able to be together on this Tubishvat morning to bring you some great songs and, of course, some wonderful messages about this very special day. And more songs? Yeah, we never even went into an explanation. We should just... Uh, Remind everybody that Tu Bishvat has evolved over the years, over yes. the centuries. Yes, it has. Uh, at one time, it was, as you always tell us, a calendaric designation. Right. It was a, a date that was necessary to know for a certain uh, mitzvot, right, for right. tithes that had to be taken care of. Right. And now, because of the uh, long galut, because of the long exile, Tu Bishvat, which, uh, which is on the 15th of Shvat, has become a connection to the land of Israel. Yes. And even though there's now a state of Israel and we have this connection to the, to the point that I can go and enjoy a week in Israel, mm-hmm. um, nonetheless, we still have this amazing tradition of Tu B'Shvat that we right. continue. And it, and, it con- and it makes our connection to the land even greater. There's nothing wrong with, uh, with doing that. You should see what's going on here today in Israel. Whew. Yeah. Kids all over the place planting, planting trees. Oh, they like the plant. They plant one in your room in the hotel. They, in, in fact, someone delivered a tree to my room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask you what kind of tree it was. A cactus. Okay. <laughs> someone delivered. A Doesn't lo- need a lot of water. Wa- <laughs> someone <laughs> delivered a large cactus. Doesn't to the need room. a lot of watering. I guess. Let, let's just say I got to keep my balance in the room. I don't. I don't want to go flying into a corner. That would be dangerous. <laughs> You know. Anyway, it is Tu B'Shvat morning, and you have another selection for yeah. us. Yeah, should we do our favorite Eretz Shivat Aminim? Ah, uh, Shivat Aminim. Why are Shivat Aminim, the seven species, such an important thing to remember on Tu B'Shvat? Because those are the main 
you know, fruits that fruits and and grains that grow in the land of Israel. Chita, Zora, Geffen, Rimon, Tena, Zayit. Don't tell me the last one. How could I not know this one second? <laughs> I knew the rest. Wait a second. Don't tell me. No. Don't tell me. Hint. No. No. How did I start? I started by saying which one. I don't know. You. I said I, Zayit. I don't usually do that order. So. Zayit Tena. What? What did I start with? Do you remember? No. Was Zayit the one I forgot? I barely was able <laughs> to you know, keep it alone. All right, go ahead. Tell us the seven. Dvash, Dvash. Ah, good old. How do I forget the Dvash? Which is, which is really the Dvash of, uh, you know, Dvash doesn't grow in the ground. Right. Well, they had Dvash at, at breakfast this morning. I should have remembered that. Yes. Yeah, that's I should, right. I should have remembered With that. the tree. Yeah, <laughs> I left the tree, went downstairs to, to enjoy the Dvash. It's the Dvash <laughs> of the dates. <laughs> Correct. Date honey. Date honey. A lot of people use date honey to cook, you know. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people use date oh, honey. I didn't to cook, know. You know. I'm like a chef. Yeah, I know <laughs> yes. all this stuff. Yeah. yeah, I know you are. <laughs> go ahead. What's the song? Eretz Shivat Aminim, Chani Livneh. Here we go. Tubishvat morning. Happy Tubishvat from JM in the AM. Thank you. 
ארמון וגם תימר הזהב שירו Oh, 
Some of the dialogue off the air is amazing as we communicate between yes. Israel and the United it's, States. It's on another radio show. <laughs> we, we, we should actually package it. We should package it as yeah. another radio off show. Off the air. It'll be called Off the Air. <laughs> Sometimes more interesting than what's on the air, I'll tell you. Uh, Nachum Siegel in Jerusalem and Mayor Weingarten uh, somewhere in the New York area as we uh, celebrate two Bishvat together without Buxer. Could you imagine? Yeah, thank God. In Israel, they apparently don't have the Buxer obsession that some of us have in the United States. Yeah. There are other fruits here that are uh, that are supposedly even more, uh, um, what's the word? In demand than, uh, than right. Buxer. and tasty. <laughs> Will you be having any fruit today on Tubishvat? Have you decided what your menu is um, today for Tubishvat? First of all, Mrs. Kovalevich, as always, yeah. you know, with her cake, her fruit, you know, that special cake. Guaranteed it's going to be delivered. I'll send you a piece. Wow, thank you. And <laughs> tell her we miss it six thousand miles away. I know. Maybe she has a a colleague that does it in Israel. Would that be good? I don't want to get. I'll look for somebody who's going. Mayor will end up schlepping it. I'll look somebody who's going to Israel who can take it for me. Do you have room in your suitcase? And I always say that's the only reason people travel. That's how we got to the moon because they, they had to get a package up to the moon. Oh, oh, oh Armstrong, you're going to you're going up there. Do you mind? Can you just take a package? Anyway. That was, um, that was the best thing when we were doing the shows in Paris. Nobody asked me to take anything. <laughs> that was the best thing. Israel, it's always a different story. That's right. Uh, so, uh, yes, I will have fruit. Sure. All right, so you'll definitely yeah, yeah. I'll have some California. No. You're, you're, you're not doing the Buxer routine. No. You're not going for I the carob. Ca- you know that. You're not going for the carob. Because I- it's not dry. You know, because Buxer was dried right. out fruit that made it to Eastern Europe after right. months and months on With the boat. With much snow on the ground. Right, and they were lucky even if they had a piece right. of Buxer. Uh, in fact, it's funny because a lot of people associate Tu B'Shvat with the beginning of spring, and it's not really fair to do that to right. the calendar because because it was really in the middle of the winter. Uh, it was towards the end. Most right. of the rainy season was over, right. and the Shkei Diaz Parachat. Right. That, that's amazing. The almond trees. That, when you go out and take some walks. Right. You'll see already some you, almond you trees. You will see some almond trees uh, blossoming already, which is very cool, and that's why it's called the Shkei Diyah. Correct. 
Uh, well, I want to thank you. This has You're been a, well. this has been an amazing experience. You have one more song for us, maybe a classic I, or uh... um, I have a new song. You want oh. a classic? I have a classic. Let's do a classic to wrap up this segment. How about Sadiq Katamari from? That's a good one, and from a classic uh, band that we all love. That's for sure a classic and a great one. And I thank you, Mayor, and I wish you a happy Tubishvat. Thank you so much. And next year we should both be over. There. Yes, next year we should do the show from Israel and do all three hours from Israel. This was a little Amen. bit of a uh, this is a little bit of a uh, you know. A nice a taste. Long, a, nice, a taste of two. Very good. A taste of two. Like five, a seven, seven, eight, just like the vice president did, right? Yeah. When the vice president comes on JMDM, can we get him to make another shachiano? Can we get him to do that? Or? Uh, he'll have to practice it again. He should keep the uh, he should keep the transliteration. Yes, that's just in right. case he needs it when that's he visits right. here. That's right. Thank you to Mayor Weingarten and happy two Thank everybody. you for having me, Nachum, as always. From all of us happy here at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. A big thank you to Mayor Weingarten. You heard an amazing hour about uh, Tu Bishvat that he and I conducted. Uh, me here in Jerusalem, he back in the U.S., and I thank him for joining me and making the Tu Bishvat special extra special this year. We're here in uh, Israel. We are here at the Inbal Hotel, our Jerusalem headquarters. That's always our tradition. And uh, the ninth floor executive lounge is our bro- mobile broadcast studio each and every time we're here, and that's where we're conducting our Tu Bishvat program here at JM in the AM. A reminder, the Kosher Halftime Show goes live 8 o'clock Eastern time this coming Sunday night. That's why we're here. We're here with our friends from the American Committee for Sharitetic Medical Center and our presenting sponsor, the Rothenberg Law Firm, and all of our amazing commercial sponsors to bring you the Kosher Halftime Show coinciding with Super Bowl Sunday this coming Sunday. And we look forward to presenting that. And sharing with you some of the, once we're back tomorrow, sharing with you some of the great memories that we already have of this incredible three-day production. Uh, one of our amazing friends in Israel has stopped by our mobile studio, and that is uh, Harav Daron Peretz, who is the chief executive of World Mizrahi. We got to know each other last year during one of the most spectacular events, mm-hmm. an event that I will tell you frankly, plenty of people looked upon cynically in advance around the world. How is it possible that enough people care to come from so many different places around the world to join World Mizrahi for Jerusalem 50? But he pulled it off, and we were so proud to be part of it. And now, of course, we're coming up to Israel 70, and there's so many amazing things going on. Harav Daron Peretz, welcome back to JM in the AM. Nachum, it's unbelievable to be with you. Thank you for the kind words. And what a venue, just to overlook this beautiful, tzalul, clear day in Yerushalayim. It's incredible. Not bad, huh? Unbelievable. <laughs> and, you know, as it's Tu as it's, uh, uh, Bishvat, right. and uh, looking at the trees around Yerushalayim, perhaps just to reflect on the well-known Talmudic piece of, you know, what is the clearest sign of the redemption? Because we all know that there are so many different signs given in Perik Chalik in Sanhedrin and says the Rambam, we shouldn't spend our time trying to work out what the redemption is going to look like. It makes you know, fools out of prophets. Rather just stick to rational predictions. And incredibly, Rabbi Abba has a very rational, simple prediction based on one simple verse in Yechezkel. He says, I'm Rabbi Abba, well known in Perichelik. He says, What is the clearest, simple, rational sign of the redemption? And he quotes the verse from Yechezkel. He doesn't even back it up. He says, I've got a verse for you. And you, mountains and trees of Israel, give forth your branches and fruits to my people who come. And when the land of Israel, says Rabbi Abba, welcomes the Jewish people through coming alive, and it's fruit trees and, and fruit, that's the sign of the redemption. And 250 million trees planted by the JNF, 40 different fruits which haven't been grown here in, in millennia, just exported all over the world and what a privilege to be here and to look at Yerushalayim and just see what it is now. Well, you say all of this as we're surrounded by Hare Yisrael, and <laughs> yeah. we're enjoying the most spectacular view of Hare Yisrael. Um, we look back for a moment at what happened uh, in May of 2017, Jerusalem 50. Uh, how proud you must be that so many people responded and understood the importance of recognizing Jerusalem. Who knows, maybe that event had an effect on the United States administration, where they felt it was important to finally declare uh, something significant regarding Jerusalem. But it was, uh, it was something that was in- extremely inspiring. You met a lot of people from around the world. What do you think the secret was that made it a success back in May of last year? Uh, just in terms of what you said about, you know, obviously jokingly about the, uh, the embassy, we all right. know that 
Trump was actually here during that period. Oh, Amazingly, right. that was he was week. actually here. <laughs> and that actually caused a lot of challenges in Yerushalayim. In fact, many hotel rooms got uh, cancelled because of it. So he was actually here. Incredibly that he chose to come over the period of Yom Yerushalayim. We did at the opening that you were, you know, and Miriam and your team were so much part of it. Been in Almar with 3,000 people. We had Mark Huckabee. We gave him a book in Yerushalayim, a beautiful book showing the growth of Jerusalem in the last 50 years with pictures comparing and said to him, please would he give it to President Trump? So I've got no doubt that book with the pictures is... There can't be any other explanation. Here, here. I like it. <laughs> but obviously, uh, you know, just jokingly, look, I think the reason it worked is it's Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim, we all know Yerushalayim is a lively Boshalayim Yodi. There's a magnetism in Yerushalayim that all of us know. There's something which draws us to Yerushalayim. So really, all we do is put Yerushalayim al Rosh Mayaneinu and Rosh Simchateinu and say it's time for us to come together. And people come because of Yerushalayim. We were privileged. We had 500 people who came around the world to be with us for the entire four days, which was very special. Another 700, 6,700, 1,100, 1,200 all in all, which joined us for part of the of our celebrations, the opening at Binyan Alma, Hebron, this and that. Right. So that over a thousand people from abroad were with us. You know, uh, it just it was amazing. plus wonderful seminars and sessions and updates and news. We I, I had the privilege of mm-hmm. uh, of hosting one of the really spirited discussions mm-hmm. about uh, the news of the day and how mm-hmm. it's covered. And of course, there are a lot of people very passionate yeah. when it comes to these subjects. Or of Doron Peretz is with us, chief executive of World Mizrahi. Um, so we. We are, we are looking at a very special period of time between what the President of the United States has done and all the glory that's happening here in the Holy Land. We are looking at a very special period of time. And as we uh, build up to Israel 70, the 70th anniversary, uh, in, in, in this context, it's not really going to be a massive gathering that we were used to back in Jerusalem 50. It's going to be a massive recognition, one where you're going to take this message really around the world to make sure that, that Jews everywhere feel a part of it. Last time, we were encouraging everyone to come from around the world and meet here. Now you're sending the message from Israel to many different locations around the globe. Tell us about it. Great. So I think two things. Firstly, we said, you know, it wouldn't be good two years in a row. Uh, right. You know, there are two wonderful milestones, 50 of Yerushalayim, 70 of Israel, to bring people because limited amount of people can come. What about the communities itself? For everything, there's a price to pay. So we said we should be involved this time in Kimitzion Tetzay Torah and really get the Yomatzmot Shivim a feel of around the world. So firstly, we are doing something. We'll have around 100 to 200 people in, in Israel. Uh, we have to do something. Boba Yom, we've got a beautiful plan over Yom HaZikaron, Yom Ha'atzmot. We're going to be here for, based in Tel Aviv. Most people do not know Tel Aviv. They don't know how the history of Tel Aviv, the Declaration of Independence took place in Tel Aviv, in Beit Ha'atzmot where we're going to be, Bezrat Hashem, same place same time, uh, 70 years on, um, we're going to be in Gush Etzion on Yom Azikaron because mm. according to many historians, that's the reason why Yom Azikaron is the day before Yom Ha'atzmaut because that was the fall of the Gush. The greatest loss of the heart of War of Independence was in Gush Etzion. And therefore to be there in the military cemetery to see you know, the new sound and light show, the, the destruction and the incredible rebuilding of Gush Etzion today, which is in, in a vast consensus in Israel today, is where we're going to be you know, from Yom Azikaron, Yom Ha'atzmaut, we've got the three mothers who are going to be with us, uh, you know, integrally part of it. Rabbi Lau uh, will be, Chief Rabbi Lau of, Chief right. Rabbi of Tel Aviv will be with us over Shabbat. So we'll have a beautiful Shabbat, Bezrat Hashem. The people can still book their limited places, but it's going to be a real Tel Aviv experience getting to know religious Zionism. Rav Cook started his career in Israel, the Rav of Yaf. We're going to go in his footsteps and, and, see, and also see the incredible Hitchat Shut of Yahadut in Amongst the young in Tel Aviv today, it's unbelievable. That's in Israel. But we've got to bring it outside as well. So there are major Mizrahi celebrations all over the world. The one thing we've uh, uh, initiated uh, just recently, our local uh, 
Mizrahi uh, organization, the Religious Zionists of America, in conjunction with World Mizrahi, is the ambitious program of bringing 70 speakers, Rabbanim, Rabbaniot, and Ishait Sibur, to 70 communities at least across the United States. And we're almost at 50 communities already who've signed up, just another 20 or so to go. I think we'll be beyond 70. And that these speakers should come throughout communities in the United States. That Shabbat of the 14th of April, just before your Ma'atzmaut, uh, should be one where so much, um, you know, um, ins- inspiring and glorifying the incredible miracles and generation we live in across the United States of America. We then, please God, going to bring those hun- uh, 70 speakers to nine different locations across three in, in New York and across other places in the United States to come together and have Dionim and inspiring talks. So, please God, it's the beginning of something. We hope to do it every year. It's the beginning. 70 for 70 is the beginning. Please God, it will grow from strength to strength. And we'll have information about all, all, all that people should expect from different, uh, from different speakers in different communities. One of the things you mentioned to me was that it's extremely impressive how certain communities are really well prepared for Israel 70. You mentioned Toronto. I think Miami, if I'm not mistaken. You could probably name 10 others <laughs> that are really uh, going to be spearheading major efforts that are going to attract hundreds of people mm. to their local synagogues during that week after Pesach. You know, different communities are you know, you know, very well organized. For instance, um, Mizrahi Toronto in right. Canada, the major event of the city for Yom HaAtzmut is done through Mizrahi Canada. They have at least 2,000 people, probably significantly more this year. A very moving. Two thousand. Uh, yeah, no, two thousand. I was there. I was there three three years ago in the really? Baitul of Rabbi Karopkin. It was unbelievable. There were around two thousand people then. I'm sure there'll be more this time with the seventieth. They have a very moving um, Yom Hazikaron, what they call the Tkufa, the Tekes Ma'avar, the transition from the melancholy of Yom Hazikaron into the happiness of Yom. You know, the change of the mood, which is so hard to do, which I suppose is the story of Israel from despair to hope. You know, in the blink of an eye, Yom Hazikaron. So there'll be about two thousand, at least two thousand people there and the many other communities uh, around the world where there's similar things happening. I know that our own local uh, uh, Mizrahi, downtown Manhattan, we have uh, usually double the number of people for our um, Yom Ha'atzmut celebrations when it's a, it's a significant anniversary, 60, 65, 70. So again, this year will be something extra special. No question. And people, there are people who just make an extra effort to actually attend and, and go out there and be part of it when it's a significant anniversary. You're of their own parrots is with us, Chief Executive World Mizrahi. So I sat in your office I don't know, a year ago maybe, maybe a little bit more than a year ago. And uh, you at that time did not know that I had a little bit of familiarity with the Mizrahi movement. Um, there have been many stages in the last 70-plus years, because the Mizrahi movement is way more than 70 years. There have been many stages. There have been many ups and downs. There have been many peaks and valleys. There have been times that the Mizrahi movement has been viewed as very active. There have been times when the Mizrahi movement has been viewed as dormant. Yeah. When you, when I first met you and you came along, I said, I think we have a tremendous potential here to really accelerate the growth and the enthusiasm behind the movement. Last year, I think it was a very good indication. Are you getting the feeling that there is a groundswell of support and enthusiasm for the movement now in 2018? Oh, very much so. Wherever I travel around the world, I see it more and more. There is a thirst for what I would call Torah Eretz Israel, whatever that means, meaning a deeply commitment to Torah and Ruchaniut, but taking the incredible events of the last 150 years and 70 years, the centrality of Israel in the drama of Jewish identity and destiny as so central to, to Jewish destiny as part of this Weltanschauung. It's the first time in 2,000 years, maybe even beyond, if we, if we you know, perhaps even to the times of uh, Ezra and Nehemiah, and even perhaps even before that, that the, the center of all Jewish life, 
is in Eretz Yisrael, the right. mer- Merkaz HaRuchani of the world, the Merkaz you know, uh, Kalkali, Tarbuti, Ruchani is, is Israel, and th- a landmark, uh, you know, um, occasion and a landmark uh, development. So, to the majority of Jews now live in Israel. Uh, well, not yet the majority of Jews. It's the biggest Jewish community in the world. It's bigger than the United States. Ah, that the majority of Jews, you wouldn't that, say it? They say, they We're say, getting there, right? They say about 46 to 47%. Okay. Yeah. Secondly, anybody, any uh, collect, any uh, major Jewish community or, or minor Jewish community in any type of trouble around the world turns to Israel now as opposed to the opposite. That was often 100%. the case. And I think one can honestly declare that it's not a... Uh, it's not a uh, just a slogan anymore. The future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel, and more and more people understand that. You know, I think Naftali Bennett said it very well. He's got a line that he says, the Minister of Education, sure. head of a BITUD. And I love this line because I think in so many ways it captures w- what's happening in the transition. He says, for the first 70 years of the state of Israel, he says, Medinat Yisrael was the project of the Jewish people. Now, he says, the Jewish people <laughs> are the project of Medinat Yisrael, meaning there has to be a a vision, not God forbid in a condescending way, not God forbid that people need us and let's be there for them. Rather, taking responsibility, leadership is responsibility, is achrayut. When you feel arvut, when you feel that you're responsible for others, and this I have to say, this has been one of my, I wouldn't say gripes is a strong word, but one of the things I felt very strongly about, I felt that the religious Zionist world was so involved as it should have been in building up Medinat Yisrael. That's where it needed to be. And its, and it's, it's key it's critical success factor was Aliyah and contribution in Israel, which it should have been. But perhaps along the way we forgot a little bit that there are also millions and millions of Jews still living in the diaspora. Have we invested a, an equal amount of energy and vibrance in building educational institutions and schools and shuls and, and movements which are deeply connected diaspora jury to uh, the center of Jewish life? Um, and I think there's room there's, a, there's room to do that. I think oh, the religious Zionist world is tremendously strong at the moment in Israel, and I think we can not only take more responsibility within Israel, but also communities around the world. Harav Daron Peretz, I assume that there's information about what's going to be happening in April on your website. All right, people could check it Indeed. out on the World Mizrahi website. An honor and pleasure to speak with you again. Thanks for joining us here. It's incredible to get together in Yerushalayim. Absolutely. And Kolakavod, continue doing your amazing work and uh, let us keep in mind that the future of the Jewish people is in fact in the state of Israel. Amen. And likewise to you for everything you do, Nachum, and your network. And we look so forward to seeing you here for the 70th as well. And continue to do things. As I say, Lahagdil, Torah, Vetzion, Ulahadiram, Bezat Hashem. Amen. More coming up. You're listening to a very special Tubishvat morning at JM in the AM.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing two bishvat for us here in Israel, in Yerushalayim. Big thank you to the Inbal Hotel, our our headquarters while we stay in Jerusalem. And, of course, uh, to everybody on the ninth floor executive lounge. That's our mobile broadcast center here at the Inbal Hotel. Don't forget, if you go to Bedford on Park this week, anytime between now and Super Bowl Sunday, Bedford on Park at 61 East 34th Street offers you a free dessert when you mention the name Nahum Siegel. This is through Super Bowl Sunday, Bedford on Park, 61 East 34th Street in New York City. Coming up, it'll be an encore presentation of Bite Size with Yoni Pollock. Avrami hosts the live lunch between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. And tomorrow, at some point during JM and the AM, we will reappear in our New York City studios. Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Chag Sameach on this Tu Bishvat. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.